0: Since Wisconsin is America's dairy land, many other states that want to grow their dairy production look to us as an example of how to move forward. Sometimes, there is also the hope that they can attract businesses or individuals to their state to help in that work. One of those states is Kansas. Kansas is already well-known as a rich agricultural state, and they are looking to grow dairy. Next year, Hillmar Cheese will go online with a new cheese plant, which will help spur the dairy growth they are looking for. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report, and I'm speaking with Russell Plashka, Director of Marketing for the Kansas Department of Agriculture. Plashka speaks on the current state of Kansas agriculture and how they are hoping to expand dairy within their state. Russell, can you tell me what is the state of agriculture in Kansas right now? What kind of a year have you guys had?
1: It's been a mixed bag year. As most people have known, if they kept up on the news, our weed harvest, especially out in western Kansas, was not what we hoped it would be. Lack of rain, drought early on. We had some late rains come in, and a lot of folks had already zeroed out that weed and was looking at, all right, now we can plant some corn or we can plant some sorghum, we can get a second crop in there. And then we started seeing some rains come. So they have had a fairly wet summer. And then the freak storms started coming in. We had some really bad hailstorms that hit northwest Kansas and that far west central part of the state that really wiped out a lot of crops and again, zeroed out on insurance. So fall harvest has been kind of hit and miss, depends on where they're at. In general, our western side of the state has received a pretty good fair of the rain this year, whereas... Our eastern side of the state that normally receives about 40 inches of rain per year, they're in a D4 drought. So they're still on that drought monitor as a D4 drought. Times are tough. It's impacting the crops, of course, as well as the livestock. So there's not any stock water. A lot of ponds have gone dry. We've even got some rivers that supply local water sources that are in that desperation stage or that stage that they really need to conserve water. So we could really use some rain in that southeast part of the state.
0: Now, paint me a picture of what the dairy landscape is like in Kansas. How is it similar, perhaps different from Wisconsin?
1: Well, I've always said that Kansas is a tale of two dairy states. We've got the eastern side, what I call our generational dairies, or smaller, more traditional dairy farms, what we might see around this area of Wisconsin and Iowa and Minnesota. But in western Kansas, that's where we've seen a lot of influx over the past 25, 30 years of those dairies that are moving out of California. They may have migrated to New Mexico or Texas or even Arizona and now they've come up into Kansas. So we've seen a large increase of that. Our dairy numbers are actually, dairy farms are right now around 185 dairy farms, but our cow numbers have continued to go up and that's mainly due to the expansion of those larger dairies in western Kansas. So along with that, the past 25, 30 years, in partnership with the Western Kansas Rural Economic Development Alliance, CREDA for short, we've partnered with them, attended World Dairy Expo, World Ag Expo in Tulare, California, and to recruit dairies, and it's paid off. So about three or four years ago, talk started with Hillmar out of Hillmar, California, and they have a processing plant in Hillmar, California, Dalhart, Texas, and we're just going to open one in Dodge City, Kansas, next October. So plans are to take their first load of milk in them.
0: What is that going to mean for the state of Kansas? How is it going to impact you guys? What are the numbers of what they're going to be bringing in?
1: The numbers are quite large. So we're talking 8 million pounds of milk a day. So that is a cheese manufacturing plant. So they're going to be making 40-pound cheese blocks to be processed by other manufacturers after that. So it's really going to be an influx of cows. The biggest thing, the benefit that we saw right away, was that Hillmar was gracious enough to work with a lot of the dairies that are in that southwest region already to allow them to expand. So we have three or four dairies that are going to expand. We may have some new greenfield dairies come in and build new, but not as many as we originally thought because they've also said there's kind of that oversupply maybe in that southwest part of the state that's been going to Dalhart that'll maybe come to the Dodge City plant. So it's going to be a boom for the southwest part of the state, another market for our dairy farms and their milk to go. But along with that, an increased demand on services, manufacturers, and so forth. As anybody knows in rural America, housing is a huge issue. So there's a lot of talk about how do we make sure we have the housing and the services for all the new employees, the ancillary services, the support industries as well.
0: How many jobs is that going to bring once it's all up and running?
1: The direct impact, you know, at the plan, about 250 jobs is what they're looking at. And of course, indirectly those supporting industries, I'd hate to speculate at this point, but it is going to increase the number of service providers in the area as well.
0: And that's going to be the largest plant in the state of Kansas? And if it is,
1: is it also the largest plant in that region too? It's definitely going to be the largest plant in our state in terms of pounds of milk processed per day.
0: Will you also be bringing in milk from other states to help meet the demand, or is it mostly just going to be within Kansas?
1: As far as what I know is all that milk will be supplied within about an 85-mile radius. So coming as far as far southwest Kansas and then right around the plant itself, about a 60-mile radius, the milk will be coming in.
0: Now, you said there's about 185 dairy farms within Kansas, and your milk cow numbers have gone up. How does that compare with beef numbers in your state? I would imagine that you have
1: more beef than dairy. Oh, yes. Beef processing in the state of Kansas, we're third in the nation and beef processing. We're third in the nation in beef feeding. So a lot of our feed yards in that southwest and western Kansas region, that's where the feed yards are as well. Can you tell me what was the motivation for the Kansas Department of Agriculture to be at World Dairy Expo? For this year, our real focus is about those supporting industries that I talked about earlier. Are there opportunities to bring in companies for whether it's small, short-line manufacturing that can support the dairy and the service industry? Are there service providers that are out there that we don't know about that maybe need to have a presence in Kansas? So that's really our focus. Whereas in years past, it really has been about recruiting dairies to Kansas. In our office, we get calls from as far away as Vermont, Pennsylvania, looking, and asking about, are there dairies for sale? or land for sale in Kansas? And of course, we have an abundance of land. The problem is, in my mind, our generational dairies, we've got a lot of folks that are transitioning out. They're retiring. Maybe their kids don't want to come back to the farm. They don't want to have anything to do with that dairy. So how do we match up? How do we play matchmaker, for lack of a better word, to bring those dairies in that are wanting to move out of maybe more populated places to a less populated place that may be a little more ag-friendly? Can
0: you tell us, from where you sit, from your work with the Kansas Department of Agriculture, what does the future of agriculture in Kansas look like?
1: To me, it's very encouraging because we have a lot of interest in everything across the board. You know, our eastern half of the state is a little more populated, not nearly as populated as you get into these upper Midwestern states. But for Kansas, the western side of the state is very open. You get Salina, that's more in the central part of the state, over to Wichita, the Kansas City area, the Topeka area, or capital area. That's more of the metropolitan area. So we have a great opportunity for specialty crops. So we've got a lot of specialty crop growers. We've got a lot of small dairy farms that are actually looking at on-farm processing. They're doing artisan cheese. We've got some that are looking at pharmaceutical grade alcohol as kind of that byproduct of being a dairy farm. There's a lot of opportunities right now. Of course, the beef industry has always been strong. It will continue to be strong. Our wheat crops, our sorghum crops are are strong. We export a lot of those products as well as our corn and soybean production continues to grow. And most of that corn, I would say, goes into the feed industry in western Kansas. But the future is pretty bright. I mean, we've got a lot of opportunities and a lot of challenges ahead of us, as with a lot of states out in the western and the high plains area. Of course, water is an issue. So how do we do a better job of managing and taking care of our resources, but yet allow those people that are there to continue to sustain and those rural communities to sustain and then also allow them a chance to grow and agriculture makes the sense. It's our number one economic driver in the state, $76 billion dollars can be attributed to agriculture total in the total economy so I'm, I'm excited for the future.
0: It's always encouraging when two strong agricultural states can learn from and support one another in continuing to grow our agricultural traditions. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Nate Zimdars.